feel like everybody's right and everybody's wrong. 100%. Why is this important? Why are we even going here? He's helped a lot of guys. He's also not had success with a lot of guys. Come in with a purpose, and they're very intentional with what they do and how they do it. From the majors to the sandlot, baseball and softball share space in one place. Welcome to the farm system. Fellas, 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 and the ladies, welcome back to another episode of The Farm. We are back. Jarrell, when you woke up this morning. Come on. <laughs> when you woke up this morning, were, uh, were you feeling perfect? Nope. No? About you. <laughs> Not me either, baby, so uh, let's <laughs> talk about it. So, um, I th one of the, uh, another, I I've been fired up this morning. Also. Ready to go. Spending some time with the Lord. Um, but I wanted to bring something up that I, from just the other day, I think this would be a good intro for us as well, another just faith episode for us is the other day i have no clue what he's about yeah. to say <laughs> i love it so the other day um i got a text message from some random number that said i got a delivery at the house you remember this ah yes mm -hmm. and uh what we, when i first got it and i was telling you what it said you, you want to like take us through the scenario what happened yeah for it's um could be scammers first of all yeah. Um, but my first thought was like, Hey, like you got a package. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm like, did you have like your, your, you know, your parcel pending thing set up for your apartment? Um, and then Joey was like, yeah, but like normally like this isn't like the message I get. Um, and so kind of talked about yeah. it there and yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I got that text, right? So when I got that text, like had no idea what it was, which is why I brought it up to you in the first place. I was like, I have no idea like what this text is for. And then also too, like I never get text from this. I had no previous text from this phone number, none of the stuff. And I'm like, okay, it says that I got a delivery Weird. and it was dropped off. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. So then, um, so what I did was, um, I forgot all about it, right? We talked about it. We even talked about it. Like, I'm like, should I delete this message, you know, block it, whatever, right? This could be a scam, all these other things, right? So I go home and there's a package in front of the door, <laughs> right? And I'm like, what is this? Like, I didn't order anything. Like, what the heck is this? I'm like looking at it like if someone ordered me something or like, I'm like, what the heck Put is your name it? on it? Right? Yeah, my name's on it, all the stuff. Okay. And I'm like, what in the world? So I open it up. And it is all these shirts I purchased <laughs> a while ago that I had forgot about, right? I ordered them like real late at night. It was like 1 a.m., right? Those, Joey time. Yeah, Joey time. <laughs> and I ordered like that was all my like new Jesus shirts, all my God shirts, all my hoodie, all my stuff came in, right? Good God calling. Yeah. So, so, but, you know, God didn't stop there. Okay. Cause then I got this insight from it, right? Because I had, I, so I, I thought about this is that, so at one time, Right. I had forgot I even ordered this. And so one of the things that it made me think about is at one time, I'm sure you can relate this in your life too. At one time I sent a prayer up. Mm. I forgot mm -hmm. that I sent that prayer up. I wasn't waiting for it anymore. Right. For when I first ordered the stuff, I'm like, when is it going to be here? Excited. I'm talking about like, this was weeks ago. I completely forgot, like just mm -hmm. completely forgot. I even ordered these and like, I love the shirts, right? I'm juiced about them. Oh, they're I'm like, fire. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like, I'm, I'm juiced about it. I even went back and bought more of them because I liked them so much, right? So when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, there's been so many times, and I was just thinking about this, like how this reveals God character, because this is the thing. If they would have never come, I probably would have forgot. Like, I really ordered them, and I, and I mean this, right? Like, and I, I don't mean this to be like, you know, 
like frugal with my money or something like that, right? But I made this order and I just I just forgot. Yeah. I just forgot. Like yeah. I would if someone would reminded me, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. I want those. Yeah, get those things <laughs> sent to me, right? But I was just like, I literally just forgot that I ordered them. Mm. Right. And so I was thinking about that as like there is prayers, and this is about God's character, is like him, you know, like the spirit speaking to me through this is like there is prayers that I've sent up that if someone reminded me, I'd be like, yeah, I really do. But I just, I even forgot that I sent them up. Yeah. Right. And maybe over time, you know, even too, I've been praying for him, praying for him, praying for him, anticipating them, all these other things. And maybe I even started to believe that, you know, maybe it's just not what God has for me, or, you know, maybe it's um, not in God's plan, or maybe I just, my interest had, you know, started to slip in another area. I tried to go down another avenue or, yeah. you know, guided where God was taking me in another area. Yeah. And then I just started thinking about that is that God still showed up even though I forgot. And one of the reasons I bring this up, and this is a big thing for me and my relationship with God that I think is so important, is I'm shaped so much by God's integrity. Hmm. And what I mean by that is because there's so many moments there's so many moments in my life that, and I was thinking about this on the way in, I was crying when I was driving in, and he was, he was revealing some of these things to me too, and I'm like, we gotta do a podcast. Come on. Um, was that, there's so many moments, and I pray this so much, that I wanna see God move, Yeah. right? I wanna see where God is moving and all these other things, but then what the Spirit re revealed for me this morning was, you wanna see God move because you don't trust him. Hmm. Show me. Show me. Right. And not, don't me wrong, his watching him move yeah, gives yeah, yeah. me life, for gives sure. me all those other things for sure. For sure. But reasoning, we need to walk by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. And some of the things again, along with men is I'm always asking him for a sign, a wonder, even though we don't, I don't perceive it that way. I'm just like, God, I want to see you, you know, do this in Jarrell's life or do these other things or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, do this in my <clears> life or do this in this other person's life or God soften their heart in this way or doing these other things. Right. And I want to see God move. And he does, he does do those things. Right. But I think also too, along with it, that there is a place in me, right. That is still like my flesh in me that I want to see it. Yeah. Right. I want to see it in real time. I want to see not just the, it, when it's complete, right. Like I want to see the process. Yeah. Right. Where, some of that, I think, for me, is rooted in a place of distrust, mm. right? And again, you know, <clears throat> we talk about trust, right? Yeah. Like, it's not a check mark, right? It's it's a it's a depth. Like, how much do you trust God? Like, what what you know? If He tells you to do something completely contrary, sacrifice, you know, kid. yeah, exactly. Like Abraham, some of those other things. It's like, okay, you know, like man, like trusting His, trusting Him. And one of the things with that is, for me, is knowing God's character of um, His integrity. Right. And one of the, and I think his integrity is revealed in a lot of different ways. And one of the ways for me, his integrity is revealed. Um, man, I just had, now I'm having brain blast of many times where this has happened. <laughs> I'm but, interested. But one of the main, <clears throat> one of the main things is when I'm in nature, I think about this a lot is no one's out here. No one's checking up on God to make sure he's being who he says he's going to be and delivering for the birds and delivering for the trees and, and watering everything and keeping like no one is checking up and, and no one's holding God accountable. There ain't no accountability. God, there ain't no, no one standing over God trying to hold God accountable. This is purely based on God's character. Yeah. He has all the power. He could do whatever he wants. He could do, you know, thank 
God, that God is God with his character because he has the Mercy. power to be anything he would like to be, right? And show up in any way he would like to show up. And to me, that's revealed in nature. Is like I was, I was sitting out there when we went on that men's retreat mm -hmm. a couple months ago. And I was sitting there thinking about that, like a little lizard ran up to me when I was spending my time with God. And I was just thinking about it. It's like, I would have no idea if you fed this lizard or you didn't feel this lizard. But because he's running up to me, I know that he's fed. Like, I know that he's alive. I know that all these other things that you like you are delivering and that you are being who you say that you're, you are. And then, you know, for example, the other thing that I think is crazy to me, too, is I went by, you know, my brother's. They're working on uh, they're working on these houses in the summit here in Vegas, which yeah. are you know these multi million dollar mansions. And we're talking when I talk about multi million dollar, we're talking about like thirty million, fifty million. We're in a different category of these houses, right? Like these houses are insane. So I went in there to watch my brother uh, and what they've done with these houses, and like they're building you know these these some of these houses. And so I was looking through, and he's going through all of these details, things that I would never notice never i don't care if the house fully put together you, there, there, <laughs> there's things like when we're out at restaurants all these other things my brothers yeah. are constantly pointing out these like details within uh the, the materials up it's like look see they cut a corner here they would have had a, the layout like they messed up way on the other side of the room and then it messed up when you got to this result here at the end right that's why they have this little cut here or that's why they did this or you know they chipped it here but then they didn't fix it and they filled it in with you know grout or something like he's the, they just see all of these intricacies right and i just started thinking about it for example if you own that 30 or 50 million dollar you ain't noticing you don't have no idea what these guys are doing to your house like you have other people, there's people in place to make sure that they're hitting, you know, designs and all these other things and, you know, like all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But my, my, the, the thing that I thought was, that was revealed in those moments, right, is when I was thinking about that yesterday is again, um, integrity, right? Like, like no one's going to notice, like no one, no one's going to notice, like there's, there's, there's no one around, right? There's no one around, and in that scenario, okay, great, you have somebody that's there kind of holding you accountable, but there's so many moments throughout our day, for example, for sure. that we have moments where we don't need to have integrity, right? Like in the sense of nobody would notice if we did or not, no, for sure. right? And so integrity often is put it, you know, like what you're doing when no one's looking, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But I also think that, again, along with this, right, is there's a big difference between Integrity to me is a byproduct, not a behavior, mm -hmm. right? And I don't choose to have integrity. Like, is, in, is it inside your character that you therefore just do it when it doesn't matter if someone's around or they are around or whatever, right? Because it has nothing to do with the other person in that sense. It has to do with your how character. And how you're living. Yeah, how you're living, right? Like, and, and your heart condition, right, more than anything. And so, you know, again, constantly all the time, you know, I think about that with God is how many moments like that right like god has delivered when i had forgot mm -hmm. he has so much integrity that he doesn't just fill in you know he doesn't when i like he hears my prayers right and he moves and some of these things i ask him for he's doing years later right sometimes generations yeah. later he's doing all these other things right and even and also too sometimes i've you know given up on it or um, and also, you know, I was thinking about this on the way in cause I was listening to that, the song that I had on repeat this morning on the speakers in here is me just knowing that 
when I can't see God's hand that I can trust his heart, right? right? And I can trust his character. And so many times, um, so many times in my life is getting into a place where I'm going to be straight with you to this, right? And we talk about this a lot is I'm incapable of seeing how God's moving right now yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. I can't perceive yeah. what God is doing in so many ways, mm -hmm. right? I only have very little minimal senses, right? There's animals on the planet that have other senses than human beings do. Yeah. They could perceive things that we can't even perceive. They can feel fluctuations that we can't even see. They have different vision. They have, some of them see, like, again, like the, 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 even how they see the world, right? Through like, let's say you take like a bat, like echolocation or something like that, right? Like they perceive the world in way different ways than we perceive the world, right? Like all of these other things that we can, that we can pick up on and, the reason that I think more than ever in those certain, those moments, right? Like of faith, faith is rooted in, and if you want to in increase your faith, I think the biggest part is that is it's rooted in trust yep. and okay, well, how can I trust God? Well, you're not going to trust somebody that you don't know their character nope, or right have a relationship with or have a relationship with, which is, I think the biggest thing is like, for example, like the more I spend time with God and the more I see him show up and not only in everybody else's lives. Right. But also too, when he shows up in those moments, yeah. right. And he shows up in these <clears> small <throat> things that even when I had forgot, even when I thought that I was forsaken or that I, you know, he had another plan for me and even all these other things is that like God has integrity. Right. Um, and he's going to, and he, again, he's a man of his, his, pro, uh, his promises. Right. And if he said it, he'll do it. Right. And I think that's the big, the big things as well is for me to lean on that and to lean on his character when there is nothing to see. Right. Because most of the time when God's asking you to do something, the vision ain't going to look. <laughs> it sounds crazy. It sounds crazy. Like no <laughs> one's connecting with that. Right. In the sense of here, here's the thing is when you are looking out, when you're looking out, I, I, I talked about the difference of this. I was listening to this the other day, the difference between faith mm -hmm. and being, um, yeah, here we go. Yeah. The difference between faith and optimism, there's a clear difference. And a lot of people think faith is optimism, right? Optimism is seeing the potential, what good things are happening and going, look, those could be more fruitful, right? Let's pour some more things onto that, like looking for the positives, looking for the goods, looking for all those other things. And right? often with that optimism, like you're making human connections to how yeah. things make sense to you from Correct. what you're perceiving. Correct. And so like, that's a big piece, right? Is just having that understanding is having that understanding is the difference between optimism and faith. Faith is different because faith is relying on God. Faith is relying that even when I see no way, even when nothing lines up, even when this makes no sense, even when every human is against it, every single person, it could be yeah. your best friends, your family, yep. everyone yep. is against what you're doing, but God, like for example, Abraham ain't going to his cousin and going, hey, God said, bring this kid up here and I'm gonna kill him. I'm going to kill my son, the one that he said that was going to be the descendant. My only son. Yeah, all the things. My <laughs> only son, right? And uh, also, if you know the whole backstory of all that, it's, you know, crazy already with it, right? And then also, too, he could have asked his wife. He didn't. He didn't because 
it, sounds crazy. Yeah, it's gonna not. Yeah, it's gonna be. Sounds extremely crazy. Yes. No. And and again, along with it, right? Like, is understanding that there's a difference there. He wasn't being optimistic. Well, and you sometimes know? when God gives you something, you can't let everybody know. No. Um, sometimes that's just for you. Yes. Uh, because oftentimes or sometimes those people that you want to tell or share so much could persuade you and or move you off the course or path that. Uh, you know, God had planned for you. Like, imagine if Abraham did go ask all those people, his family. Oh my God, I'm gonna go kill my son. Oh my God, they probably locked him. Literally up. stopped him. Yeah, yeah, they locked him, him up, up or whatever. Killed him. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and think all about now what wouldn't have happened. You know, yeah. God's glory to be shown because of that. Yes. So, and and the other side of this as well. Following God will often make you look crazy. <laughs> think about Jesus. Follow. Following God, I, I somebody said this. I was looking at one of the comments. I was I was listening to the, the, uh, a piece of a sermon on like Instagram, right? Yeah. And this guy was like popping off, right? Talking about I forgot what exactly which one he was going in on. And uh, I was reading the comments. Like I clicked on the comments, and there and it was on a business page. That's why I was interested mm. because it was on a business page and it was a sermon. Mm. And I was like, I wonder how yeah people receive people it. are receiving this because this if you're in your faith, I you're in. If you're not. Uh, it's going to be a little shaky. You know what I'm saying? And this is a business page. So there's people in there. And one of the comments was, I don't think religious people, quote unquote, religious people, um, know how crazy they sound <laughs> to people that are not <laughs> religious. Right. And I was just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I think the opposite side. Yeah. I understand that again, like the Abraham, because I, I see it in the Bible all the time. Like, when I'm, you're first reading it with all, all this this background and all all this with God Whoopsie. is yeah like like and also two people forget this too like God is a disruptor he's radical he's extreme right in all the good way mm-hmm. right um, you know again he flooded the earth you know what I'm saying you you gotta you gotta understand like with these things like 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 God within his character is he is just you know what I'm saying and and also too righteous and like justice will be served Mm. right those things are coming right like (laughs) justice will be served all evil will be used for good with this right like he it will like nothing goes unnoticed all the things that we feel like the world misses and the justice isn't being served like you know it's seeing like he he says it's come right so i think the other thing with that is again comes back to his integrity like he is who he says he's going to be. He sees all. He's omnipresent. Uh, pr- uh, president. President. He's president too. <laughs> yeah. He's all, yeah. <laughs> right. That's our new kings, huh? Um, omnipresent, right? Which means he's everywhere all the time, right? Like he's ev- everywhere and nowhere. Right? Like, <laughs> at the same time. One. He sounds crazy. All the one, right? He sounds crazy, <laughs> right? His love is crazy. His love is radical. Mm. His 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 faith, his his integrity is radical. It doesn't make sense when there's there's moments i don't care how much integrity you have there is moments when you're like yo like it would be not only easier everyone would be much more accepting if i didn't have integrity in this moment rather than everybody always thinks like integrity is like is like this highest you know i guess this is the better way to say it you ever tell the truth too much Mm -hmm. you like you just you just man like man you like he said something that upset the room, <laughs> right? Like you don't need to. I, I, like, I get what you were saying, but <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Like you didn't need to go in. Like like we didn't. Maybe we didn't need to say that, right? <laughs> but like, but again, along with that is like, you know, like on the same side of that for like for me, is 
my dad was really like this. This is something I took on from my dad. My family's really like this. But also, too, like, it's a quality of God, like, is authenticity. Like, mm-hmm. like I am how I show up, mm-hmm. how, I, you know, I'm not putting on an act for this or whatever. One, I think that that leads to so much toxic things in your heart as well. But also, too, in that same sense, and the reason I'm, you know, bringing that up as well, is I've been harping on this thing of why you need to read the Bible, right, and why God's been revealing to me of like within my obedience of reading when I don't want to read, reading when I don't feel like it, reading just because out of habit of this is what we do. This is our routine. God, this is me spending time with you intentionally. Even when I don't feel like it, even when I'm tired, even when I'm whatever, had a long day, even when I like, God, you don't come last, you come first. Like, like again, like, you know, I even think about that even with, uh, again, seems radical. It's like, you know, again, it makes more sense for me to go to sleep. Like, to humans, but like, yo, like my energy comes from God. My, 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 my strength comes from God. My, my rest comes from God. Like it doesn't come from the eight hours I get. It doesn't come from the, you know, those other things. Like you guys see me operate <laughs> way less hours than all together, which again, don't mimic all my habits. I'm just saying that like, this is how I'm wired. Right. And one of the things I look, I, I think about this as well is like within your faith is that if you're going to go where God is sending you, don't get it twisted. You gonna have you gonna need deep faith. Yeah. You gonna need you're gonna need some heavy faith of walking in. And what that faith really is rooted in is in it was in trust. How do you build trust? You need to understand God's character. How do you how do you understand God's character? You gotta read his word and you gotta spend time with him and you have to be in relationship with him. And if you're not doing that base route, spending time with him, being in relationship with him, and again, trying to get more of him, yeah. right? Then you're not gonna trust him as deep. Yep. Then you're not gonna have as much faith. And then now you're not gonna be able to do what he has he has planned for you because on the same side of that, when things get crazy, when the world starts doing this, when the world tells you the opposite, when you're going by your sight, all that stuff, you're gonna trust your eyes more than you trust God. Yep. And then and again, that's trusting the blessing, which is vision. And that's why also, too, within the Bible many times, right, where he will blind people, right? He blinded the Pharisees, right? Like, again, on the, on the same— Blinded Paul. Yeah, blinded Paul, right? And blinding them, right, one, where they were trusting their eyes, <laughs> right, is that they trusted their eyes more than they trusted— God, right? Which is trusting the blessing, something he gave us, right? Which is trusting our vision, right? When we don't have our vision, right? And that's why I ask God for vision mm-hmm. and for how he sees the world, right? And that's where I think on some of that too is like, I realized when I'm praying out to God and I'm saying those things, it was an answer for me when I was like going this morning, which I think I'm still processing of why I think I was crying so much. Cause I was even saying that to God. I was like, I don't know what you're healing right now, but you're healing something. something. You know, that's why I'm crying. I don't know why I'm so emotional with you right now, but the song is hitting me in like a different way, right? Is that if I knew, and it says in the song, like if I knew back then what I know now, right? I wouldn't have been angry with you. Yeah. I wouldn't have been so hurt. I wouldn't have been, it wouldn't have been so traumatic for me, right? And we got to also remember this too, 
is a lot of our traumas are self-induced because we have a lack of trust and faith in God. And so because of that, like, for example, we process things different when you have a faith and foundation and trust in God, because you know, for example, let's say something happens in your life, right? Like, again, like I was talking about this when, um, uh, when, uh, Sorry to bring it up. My dog was passing by. I said, sorry to bring it up to Jarrell. Jarrell's been having a hard time processing too, right? But again, like along with that is like, I view those situations different because of my foundation yeah. in God. And then realizing too, in those, those same moments, right, where it's not by my vision. Yes, there's some really sad things that are happening. There's some, it doesn't mean that it's not painful. It doesn't mean that these, these other things aren't true, but also too, I know how big, right, or I know more so how big my God is compared to these things that are happening in my life. Um, and because I have faith on the other side of that is like, this would probably shock most people because again, that they, that have lost a dog or all those other things and almost they might take it a different way is I spent majority of my time processing that by being in so much gratitude from how much time I got to spend what he brought to my life and all those other things. Right. But that, came from right my relationship with god right that i know that he's good like i know that he brought me a blessing yeah that i got to experience <clears throat> for the last you know mm. eight nine years of my life right that i got to i got to do those things and so i got this the only reason that i'm so hurt right or that it's so painful is because I loved it so much, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, understanding that, well, why did I love it so much? Well, because it was a blessing, right? And so then when I, you know, unpack that and I get back to my other that other space for me is I think that when you come into understanding that within within my faith within God, is it completely fundamentally changes how you see things happening in your life, yeah. which changes things dramatically. So. I guess too, the reason I wanted to bring that up is with that is first off, I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but if you got one, I don't know. We got to put it on my, has God done that in your life, right? Where you pray for something, you asked for something, you did things, (laughs) right? And either forgot about it, thought that, you know, all the things that I talked about either thing, right? And then I was going to have you. You yeah, know, also think, share things like that for you. I think for me, like in so many ways, um, and I used to always say this when we were leading the Bible studies over there at Central, is like, um, <laughs> fortunately and unfortunately, God's answered all my prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, from, you know, the times, you know, I remember specifically when I was in um, college and I always said this, um, you know, I remember opening up um you know my fridge i'm sure a lot of college kids have this story like not having any food um and like for Mm -hmm. me it was like man like the only thing i could do right now is go to sleep but i remember uh sitting there talking to god and praying i'm like you know this this is never going to happen again god like next year i started calling out all the things that i wanted speaking it you know Mm -hmm. speaking it and um you know happened um and and those things have progressively happened throughout my life now here's one big one um, and I think the most recent one, I'll actually start, I'll back up, um, me coming to Vegas, um, you know, when he talks about God's alignment and where God has you in life for me, like that sounded crazy, like absurd. Um, but obviously like things aligned, um, 
at the right time. I was like, okay, let's let's paint let's paint, <laughs> let me paint this image of how by vision and optimism made no sense looking Ooh, back and by that. faith made complete sense to me at the time. And drill obviously it moved, right? Is I was just thinking about that in that that same moment, right? Like okay. <laughs> Imagine I'm I'm thinking trying to explain this to even your mom, for example, right? Or something, crazy. Is going is going <laughs> yes. Mom, I want to get closer to God. <laughs> I want to turn my life around and do all these other things. So I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm going to leave these these other things. Well, one, my family. I'm going to leave. You know, again, where like where I grew up, where I've been, all those other all all those other things, right? Also, too, all this opportunity for you know uh, corporate jobs, all these things that I could go get, all these other all that stuff, and then also I'm going to leave this place. And go to Las Vegas, <laughs> quote unquote, Sin City, okay, so that God can work in that area and and turn my my heart around. Mom's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> right? And and again, I, yeah. So you could also elaborate. Well, yeah. And so, like, no. In reality, none of that did make sense. You know, leaving job opportunities, you know, careers, connections, people, friends, family. Um, like you said, coming to Vegas, like everybody was like, "Are you sure?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah." I'm like, "How do you know?" It's like, I talked to God. Yeah. They're like, "Okay." Sounds crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I wanted to put this note too. Not only you, right? Me and Taylor were just talking about this yesterday. I don't know if you guys had this conversation. Mm-hmm. So Taylor was previously at a facility, mm-hmm. right? making over six figures, doing her thing, running the facility, all these other things. That was her goals. That were her prayers. This is what she asked God for, right? God delivered, right? She's all these other things. She's like working crazy hours, like all these things are happening. It's in the field that she loves, people she cares about, like all these other things, right? And so he prayed for all that, right? She gets it. She's working a ton of hours. Like uh, if you ever worked at it or know any uh, drug rehab facilities, it's not the greatest environment. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. people are pretty aggressive. (laughs) They're on edge. You know, they are coming off of strong drugs. Their life is imploding. There is, you know, they're starting to come to the, you know, they're seeing therapy that's bringing up traumas of all these other things. Like it is not a nice environment to be in all those other things too. And also too, there's other things that really meant a lot to her in her heart that were, you know, foundational things when she was growing up and like how she wanted to show up in the world and where she wanted to be at what time and, and, um, who she wanted to be as a parent and who she wanted to be as, as a partner and all those other things. Right. And so she ends up taking a job with us, which was a back, not only in salary, which is about half, you know, the, the salary that she was even taking. And then also too, on top of that as well is getting into a place where, you also have a title, um, what do you call it? Like uh, regression, right? Like, Ish. yeah, right. Or uh, and and she comes comes in here and like that humble place of all those other things, right? And then you know uh, the company then comes to her and is like, well, we were gonna give you this other position with it, and we were gonna do all these other things and blah, blah blah. And then she still came over here, right? All that stuff. Well, um, the facility started kept having problems when she left. All those other things. Well. Last week, on Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, the facility gets a call. This has now been over a year, whatever those other things. The facility, you know, gets a call to the management. They say, hey, fire everybody. And Friday, we are closing the doors. Just like that. Just like that. 
not any heads up corporations like this, is how they roll. Mm. There is no person to person. It's you had a job mm. tomorrow. You don't. No, you don't. Thanks. You know, firing everybody literally appreciate it. Yeah. Firing everybody and like, have a good holidays. Yeah. <clears throat> Figure it right out. On your own. Thanksgiving. No, yep. no severance. No, the, the facilities will be locked. We are there. The rent has been being paid. Like they're, they're taking the building back. Yeah, figure it like out. it's gone. Yep. Right. It's over. And, and, and I, and I, I think what that is too, is like, if she, in that moment, that made sense to nobody. To no one. But think about, think about again, uh, God's protection. Um, and how oftentimes again, if you're obedient on his path, cause all he wants is the best, yes. uh, his love and his life for you. All he wants is the best. And to think about the, her obedience there has now put her in a position to where she could avoid it. Something that could have threw yep. off, you know, her like entire, like immediate life. Right. Yeah. You know, like losing a job immediately like, without knowing. Yes. Um, and then again, you know, think about, you know, lifestyle that comes with, you know, we've been there you know, that comes with making all that money, mm-hmm. live a little bit different. Um, and so it's just, again, sometimes when things sound crazy, it's protection. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes God's has a way of doing things that we probably wouldn't agree with or would do. Yeah. Um, but it's all for his benefit and his glory. Well, and I think, I think, and then the other, the other part, like same thing, obviously, you know, you know, in my testimony, the same thing with that is like, my stuff's not radical. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, I, I, I sit there. I mean, I remember those days when, um, you know, I'll tell on you when we're at planet. Um, and you told me, I, I, I still remember, I think you went, I don't know if you were on a lake or something. You did something outdoorsy. You said mm. you and God had a conversation and um, you told me you were quitting. I'm mm. like, we're doing pretty good right now, Joe. Like, what's up, man? <laughs> Why are you quitting? And then he was like, I'm going to be a baseball coach. I'm like, I didn't even know you like baseball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really a real thing at the time. That's really I didn't even know you like baseball. Uh, I'm like, okay, baseball coach. Yeah. And then, you know, but during the times, right, like, see the contrast here is like, you know, I'm still working for Planet. Me and Joey are still talking, and it's during this time. And, um, you know, I'm up in the morning about to go to work. And, you know, I see you on Instagram or something, and I'll DM you, like, what you doing? You on your grind? And, you know, Joey's up, like, driving. Like, my dog has to work while he's working. Um, but again, to Uber, all of I, us, I was Uber driving 4 a.m. baby every day to all of us. I mean, he just got off making 70 K as what, 23, 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of stupid coming out of college. Yeah. Um, uh, and then, okay, I'm going to leave this job where, you know, within the next five years, I could be running a lot of things within this organization, but I'm going to go be a baseball coach. Mm. But again, if you weren't obedient, yeah. None of no, no one's sitting here right now. You know, we're not having this podcast. The farm yeah. system doesn't exist. Well, and that and that was a big thing for me at the time is I remember posting walk by faith, not by sight, because mm-hmm. that was a big thing that I was pulling to at the time. And, you know, one of the things that were, you know, big for me is understanding that, right? Is that it was clear as day to me. I don't know what God did to my heart like in that moment. And again, I think it was a lot of months building up to it, but he flipped a switch in me that I was like, this is what I'm doing because this is the other thing along with it. Like, you know, you're saying like that is it wasn't like I was taking some Supreme <laughs> baseball job. <laughs> like I was going back to the bottom whole nother industry for two years. I've been completely out of baseball. Nothing. I didn't even watch baseball games. I didn't talk about baseball. I, had I, no wanted, clue. I wanted nothing to do with baseball. I didn't talk about the body. I didn't talk about it. Like 
Nothing. Nothing. Like Drew was like, "Yo, I didn't even know that you knew that much about the bike." At I'm all. Like, I'm like, bro. <laughs> I'm like, bro. That's because again, along with it, you know, it, and and again, obviously, I increased a ton also as I as sure. I left. But like, still though, like I, go, I went to school for that. I also too on top of that too, like that was part of the passion of going to the gym in the first place and all those things. Mm-hmm. But I just got into obviously the more management side, leadership side, all those other things. And one of the things I thought was you know just big. For me, like in that moment, because like same thing, my mom was crying on the phone with me, telling me like, <laughs> "Don't you ever mistake. think about your life? Yeah. Do you not know what you're doing." Thanks, what, bro. Blah, 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 blah. I even too, when I was out there, my brother told me he didn't tell me at the time. My brother told me he's like, "I'll let you have like six more months, and I'm about to come yank you out of there, boy." Like, cause it was like, it, again, like I was an assistant high school baseball coach making literally basically paying to coach mm. like the money that they were giving me was like for overnight. It's like I really wasn't making nothing, and all spending it all back on the team. Because there's things that weren't being approved, all these other things. I'm just, like, trying to get our players better. I'm buying all kinds of stuff, just like I do now. Like, just buying stuff, trying to get our guys better. And so, you know, along with it, like, I was waking up every morning at 4 a.m. when it was 10 inches of snow on the ground, driving my car, sliding on black ice down the road. Like, literally just hustling. Like, you know, like, I remember when I first got there, I was, like, trying to buy Christmas gifts for my family and doing all those other things. Like, and still making it work. But, again, along with that was because it was rooted in God. Also, along with that, too, within faith and those other things, as you know, as well, is I got there when I first got there, one of the first interviews that I had with someone and they try to double my salary from, oh, yeah. from, oh, from yeah. planet. Mm-hmm. My first interview that I went to go get another place, they try to double my old salary and I'm like, but I wouldn't have been able to coach. I immediately turned him down. And then I walked out the office and I met the head coach asking me, just being like, bro, you didn't even, you didn't even for a second think about it. I was like, the decision was made before I walked in the office. Yeah. Like I'm here, I moved across the country to not to that. make more money, yeah. not to, you know, come to Utah to do these other things. Like I know what I'm here for. And also too, God had shifted that in my heart. Like I had tasted money. Mm-hmm. I had tasted all of these other things. Mm-hmm. I had tasted all these things and, felt, and still felt empty. Mm-hmm. I had still done all of, I, have, I had had the status. I had had the car that I wanted. I had a list in my head of all these boxes I wanted to check when I was younger. And then this is when I would feel this way. And this is when I would feel that way. And I did all those things and I didn't feel, and they did not equate to all these things. I didn't have all this, you know, confidence and peace and joy and all the, you know, all these, these other places that, you know, I thought came from having yeah. those things. Mm-hmm. And God revealed that to me like very early on that like this isn't it you know and you know I, I I think along with that like that being a big you know piece for me was was realizing again like God's gifts that he had given me and also too like I spend way too much of my life um working and also too God didn't put us on this earth to work like, and, and what I mean by that is it's good for us to work, all those other things that's also biblical. But my point is, is that like, we're not here, like we have a purpose. Like yeah. we have, we have, like yeah. he has designed you yeah. for something particular, right? That he's having you do it. And also too, that doesn't always feel so spectacular to you. You could be, he could have designed you and part of your thing is the per- people that you're going to touch. You might be the trash guy. You might be, again, you might be just cleaning buildings and you don't really talk to anybody at night. Like at night you just come in and you clean corporate buildings or something like that. And that is something that he is like, I think also too, we think with purpose that that means what humans evaluate is high purpose. Like I got to be a CEO or I got to be these other. Are you glorifying God what he asked you to do? Yeah. And being like, and I think the same thing too. Like I always think about this with David, right? I know David ended up being king, but he also ended up being king because of his faith. Yeah. Right. Because he knew God could use him. Right. To do all of these other things. But for, again, a long time, you know, again, he was out there. He was out there. You got to remember this. I, I, I really I really think about this sometimes. Imagine being out in the field. You got your sheep, whatever you're protecting. Right. 
and a bear comes. Yo, you go toe-to-toe with this bear. Kill the bear, bro. You stand up, look around. Ain't nobody there. Nobody saw Ain't nobody saw you take down a bear. (laughs) Okay, next week, a lion comes. Bro, you took down a lion? Get up, look around. Are you not to the tape? <laughs> and, and there ain't nobody watching, bro. Oh. There ain't nobody watching. And what do you do? You go up. To it, you show. Okay. After the line in the bear, I'm telling you this. I'm probably trying to find a new job. I'm like, yes, I can't. <laughs> I can't keep fighting these bears and these lions. Like, if you're thinking you like. You need a lion and a bear. You got to be a gladiator. There ain't nobody around. There's people that are getting. <laughs> there's people, you know, again, in Rome. There's people in Rome that are literally fighting these animals. That's people what I'm saying. You got to go do that. Get yeah. paid. <laughs> so. You, I think that's the big, the big thing as well. Is like, yo, like, and again, even when they showed up, when they showed up, David was so busy being about his father, both his father's business, that they had to come find him. He was working, in his father's eyes, he won't even ready. He wasn't ready for nothing. Well, first off, how are you ready to be king? No one's ready to be king. They came in and said, "One, imagine that as a father. Someone one They show up and say, one of your sons is king. Okay, you got your oldest. You line everybody up, all the other things. You go through all your sons. The other son's out in the yard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He, Don't worry about him. Don't worry about him. He, you know, <laughs> he David. He you know, needs man. like five more yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 yeah, he kind of rough around the edges a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know, he's out there. I don't think he's ready, right? And, and again, along with that, they come in like, do you have any others? And then also, too, the thought with that, you didn't right? Even, you didn't they, even tell them. They, uh, yeah, they had to ask, do you have any other sons? Because God ain't telling me, like, it's none of these ones. Yeah, ain't it. <clears throat> oh, this one's big and tall and strong and handsome. No. Not it. Not him. This one's smart. This one's smart. Nah. Not it. Not him. Blah, 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 blah. No. I want the one out there about his father's business. Like, he comes in, this is the one. This is the one that's going to be, you know, the next The king. shepherd? Yeah. The shepherd? The shepherd's boy? The shepherd's boy out there. This is who God picked. And again, you got to think about it. Everybody. His father didn't even believe in him. (laughs) His brothers didn't believe in him. His brothers weren't like, hey, get David. Hey, get David. Like, no, no. He was out in the field. Nothing. Right? And I think about that on the same note as well as like with it is like, we should be so entrenched Mm -hmm. with doing our father's business. Mm -hmm. That when he comes tapping, mm. we're not even, like, again, like, David wasn't waiting for the day. He wasn't like, oh, one day I'm going to be king. No, no, no. <laughs> but he was a shepherd boy out in, the, yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Like, he's just, he's doing God's work, being obedient to his father, like, doing all these other things, being where his feet are, taking down lions, taking down bears. No one's around to watch, like, a man of integrity, like, all these other qualities that, like, he had God's qualities, like, within him. Like, and then... You know, again, I, I think the the big thing like there as well is like, again, like. And it, we see what was inside of David and we see what God sees as the, as the, <clears throat> as the story plays out. Right. That David was far from perfect. Yeah. Like David was was what a lot of things of what the world saw. What, yeah. What we are. Right. Fell short in many ways. I mean, did some lie, cheated, killed. Yeah, had some <laughs> horrendous acts. Mm-hmm. But there was something in him that God saw that everyone didn't see and that the Bible reveals 
if you read it through faith, right? Of like, again, understanding like why, you know, God picked him. And obviously, you know, you got the main verse like you were alluding to there, right? As well as, is, you know, God says he's a man after my own heart, right? Mm -hmm. And like, what a title to have, right? Like mm -hmm. the amazing from that as well. But I think the, the bigger thing, like, okay, well, what does that mean? Every time David fell short, every time he led astray, every time he didn't follow God's word, all, all those other things, like he didn't run away and hide in shame. Because you have to give the contrast to what um, Saul was doing. Saul did. Mm -hmm. Yep, go ahead. Open it up. Oh, well, you know, prior to David was King Saul, which, you know, contrast to David was handsome, tall. Oh, and also, too, picked by God. Picked by God. Picked by God. You know, Let's not mix that. Like he was, he, he was, he was anointed, yep, right? He anointed. had a role inside the kingdom. But, like God had a role mm -hmm. for him, right? And, um, you know, everything that we would think the world would think the king would be and look like and act. Um, but, you know, there was, um, you know, Saul didn't have God's peace and God's heart and was disobedient oftentimes. And um, well, and he also he also, I think the other thing too as well is when he first started, like in the beginning, he, he was he, hiding. Yeah, well, well, I was, I was you know. getting to the point of like, in the beginning, he was about his father's business for sure, right? Well, he, you know, Michael Todd did a good series on this. You know, Saul went from at first hiding. Yep. Um, then there was a stage of obedience. Yep. Had some success. Yep. That got to his heart. Like, yeah, I don't need God. I don't need God no more. Oh, oh this is on my doing. Yeah. Right. Which is also super interesting within, <clears throat> within society, right? Because again, this is human pride, right? That my decisions got me here. Mm -hmm. How I think got me here. Mm -hmm. Right. Things are good. Right. I'm blessed. All these other things. All, this is by my doing, my works, my, my X, Y, and Z. Right. Then we start to think we don't need God. We stop reading our Bible. We yep. stop doing giving him worship. We stop getting in community. We stop praying to him. We're relying we stop, on our own yeah, understanding. Yeah, we're, we're doing all that. We're relying on our own understanding. Right. And we start to run astray. Right. And then time and time again, and also think about this in society, we start to remove God Oof. more and more and more and more. Don't even realize we're doing it. Oh, well, now he's not in the schools. Now he's not talked about at home. He's now he's not talked like now you can't talk about him at work because you might hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah, you can't do this other thing. And then more and more and more. If you look at if you look throughout time and if you read throughout the Bible, happens so many, so many kingdoms. That is exactly what happened. Started with the strong foundation in God. Right. God delivered them. Brings them to this land. They were praying, crying out to him because they had all of these troubles and all of this suffering and all of these things, right? And then God delivers us, mm -hmm. right? And that's where also too talks about like why it's so important, like suffering, like why we need suffering, like and why Paul talks about how suffering is a blessing. Yep. Because when we also suffer is we realize that we need help. We're humble in our hearts. We're we're thankful. We're grateful. We're all these other things. Then when we get all of the things of our, you know, that we desire all the earthly things and all this status yeah, and all these other things, that's also too, also why, again, we look at that, like if, 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 if money and all those other things, status, all those other things brought so much joy. happiness, joy, peace, all these other things. Why is there so many celebrities that kill themselves? Why are they on so many drugs? Why are they doing all these other things too? Because guess what? They're people just like you. Like the same thing as well. They're like, they're, they are, none of those things bring what you think they're going to bring, which is why if, if that was the case, it should be 100, right? Like it should be 100. If you have money, right? Well, then you should have peace or joy or, you know. Everything's great. Everything's great, <laughs> right? It, it's self-control, blah, 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 all these other things. No we know plenty of people that. that have no money, that have no peace, no joy, no help, blah, blah, blah. We have no people with a whole, whole, have 
all the money in the world that have no peace, no joy, no self-control, like again, all of those things, fruits of the spirit, it doesn't matter. That, that does not dictate, uh, dictate where like your heart condition, no, right? Uh, those are circumstances. Yeah. And those circumstances, again, God might put you in a position where like you could to utilize you in these other ways. But again, along with it, when you start having, you could, you could have, you could be broke and have pride. You could be the richest guy in the world and have pride. You could be guy in the middle and have pride. Like, like in all of that, we all have pride. Right. But it's about along with it, as I think with David is a perfect example of that. Why he's saying a man after God's own heart is that with David, every time he would fall short, he would run back to God. Always. He'd run back to the father. Always. And I think that's the other thing as well is, he had a had an amazing humility. I know. I know. I can't do it without him. One thousand percent. Right. I can't do it without him. I know where it, this leads. Mm -hmm. I know where this leads, and because of that, right, I know that this is my pitfall, and I'm running back to God over and over again. And then, like when I was I was posting this morning with that, is I know that my peace and my joy come from. Not my good works, not from my good actions, not from my choices, not from my X, Y, and Z. Like the only thing I did right is choose God. Yeah. Now from that, when I make good decisions, it's because he formed and shaped my heart to make those decisions. And then I start taking credit for those, right? And then that's what builds up my pride, right? It's like everything that you admire in like everything that you admire in me or you or who like everything that we admire, right? Is really it's a gift from God. Like yeah. like those yeah. are all things that are again along with it. It's like I've allowed him in my heart and we're attracted to God. Like we're attracted to what he provides. We even if we think it's first the root, like let's say you're like, well, I admire he has a lot of money. No, you don't. <laughs> you admire the perception of what you think that money brings. You think that money brings them peace. You think that money brings them joy. You think that money brings them this. So because of that, you admire the money, even though that has nothing to do with it because there's plenty of people that have money that totally. don't have like all those things that we 100%. talked about. So I think that that's also the other piece of that is like getting that also into our heads as well is that I realize, right? And me to acknowledge over and over again and re be reminded, right? When I'm posting those verses, it's not like, oh, today's the only day I've read those verses. It's I've read those verses a oh, million times because oh, I don't know about you, but I need the reminder, right? And, and also just going back to this thing, like, Drell, are you perfect? Are you perfect? <laughs> like, no, man. Like, again, I need these reminders constantly yeah. because I start slipping. Yeah. And I start, and then again, like my heart starts feeling heavy or I start feeling like these other things. And it's because, again, along with it, I have to get regrounded that like, thank God that it's not off of my works. No. Thank God it's not off of because I'm good. Yeah. No. Thank God also too that he's not just rewarding me purely off of my, again, what I've come with. Because a lot of times people like to use this. When it's a bad thing, they'll say works. And then when it's a good thing, they'll say obedience, right? And what I mean by this, right, is that the only thing that makes me obedient is God. Yep. That's the self-control piece. And I think that that's important as well, right? Is like, again, we start to take credit for our, our obedience, which then leads to pride, yeah. right? Which is like, that's where I get, like, is with it. It's like, oh, you need to be obedient, obedient. And you think it's underneath your own power. 
that's self-control, which again, God <clears throat> is clear with that, that that, that is a fruit, fruit of the spirit, mm-hmm. right? The spirit is what makes me obedient. Yeah. The spirit is what leads to those works. The spirit is what leads to my faith. The spirit is what leads to all those things. And again, again, as getting back to Matthew 6, 33, first seek the kingdom, all else will be provided to you is again, like, like with it is like, okay, great. Like how I develop those fruits and that obedience and that self-control and all those other things is first seeking a relationship with God intentionally spending time with him. And also too, not out of, and I think this is also a, a big, <laughs> you don't have a genuine relationship. If I was trying to pursue a relationship with you, Drell, because of what you could give me, mm-hmm. we're not going to have a good benefit. relationship, uh-uh. you know? And I, and or I think go out of obligation. Yeah. You know, I feel like I have to, or I'm a bad person, or, yeah. uh, you know, I went through this phase. I, I have myself. to spend time with my mom. I, I have to spend, yeah, you know, it's like, I have to, I have to keep up my streak yeah. on the Bible app. Yeah. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to miss it. Yeah. Um, versus God, I'm longing for you. You know, I need, you. I need you. <laughs> I can't yeah. do this without, I don't want to do this without you. Cause I yeah. know what it's like without you. For sure. Um, you know, I think, I think when you shift from, kind of a check marks like you always say like a task list for god versus um to relationship with him um you, you start to see you know everything in your life shift you know when yeah. you're lo- when you're obedient um to god god gives you opportunity yeah. and um i think that um you know like the the david versus Saul contrast you can look at our own lives you can look at the taylor story um you know i really do genuinely believe that when you seek and you know god says this you just said it right now um, when you seek a relationship with God, man, everything starts to align and fall in order. 100%. And I think, again, along with that is like David, you can see that in David because David does the opposite. Of what Saul did. Is he goes, he goes, God, I will give you everything. I, I don't want to be king no more. I will give <laughs> you everything you've given me. <clears throat> don't leave me. Exactly. I want to be with you. Yeah. That shows you David's heart condition, right? Saul wants, I'm, I want the status. Mm-hmm. I want to be in control. I, I, I got be, this for you. I want to be the wise one. Uh-huh. I want to be seen as all these other things, right? Where David says, God, you can have all this back. Like, and that's why I think a lot of times too, right? Which is like, you know, uh, Michael Todd's message, right? Of getting bamboozled by the mm-hmm. blessing, right? Is that. God gives us, that's why like people ask me all the time, right? That's like, for example, like me talking about God, us doing these podcast episodes, all these other things. Like I don't need to, right? From their perspective, right? I don't need to have Bible studies. I don't, I don't need to leave like today, right? We'll, we'll leave. We'll go to Bible study across town. We'll go help set up. We'll do do all these other things, right? Um, Financially, from most people's perspective, we can make more money if I stop talking about God, if I stayed here longer and put more hours in. And I did all these other things, right? But again, it's also a reminder to me is that, again, along with it, is like, God gave me this platform. Yeah. This is his platform. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't my platform. Yeah. That I don't, I, I don't, I don't care if the company doesn't grow. Like, like that's in that way, like, like, God, I'll, I will give this all back to you. Like, you, I don't care about this building. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is your building. Like, this is your, these are your things. These are your employees. These are your, like, what you ask me to do, like, I will do. Like, this is and I, I and I and I say this with the understanding of that I'm human and I slip from that perspective all the time, mm-hmm. right? And when I slip from that perspective and I try to hold it myself, 
ain't good for my soul. Yeah. Right. And I go home and I'm heavy. And that's why it's not man every day. <sighs> okay. Well, now I got to go home and I got to unpack my traumas with God and I got to tell him about how this person, you know, it's this and I like, uh, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yo, like, I'm juiced to go home and talk to God. I'm juiced to spend time, my alone time with God. Like I'm, I'm looking for Like that is again, has become, hasn't always been. Mm -hmm. It is something like as, as, um, pretty sure it was Paul too, right? Where he's like, he's like, I have learned, right? Where he's talking about it. And, um, I think it's Roman, maybe it's Ephesians. But when he's like, when he's like, I have learned, um, that like suffering is a blessing, mm -hmm. right? And so I, I pulled this up. The reason, the reason I, I also pulled this up because that song, another reason it was hitting me was the lyrics and the song. So I wanted to kind of bring this up, right? So this is that, um, the song's called For My Good from Maverick City. Um, first one is, I used to damn those uh, desert valleys, but now I thank you for those droughts. I used to curse the walls around me, but now I see you had it all figured out. And the chorus is, it was all working for my good. If only I knew back then what I know right now, nothing is wasted in your hands. God, you didn't forsake me, and I know you never will. Mm. <clears throat> there is beauty in the ashes. There is peace within the storm. There's a song for every season, so don't stop singing on and on until you see the sun. And then... Um, <laughs> It says, you're too, good, uh, you're too good for that. You keep on holding on. You don't let go. When I should have lost my mind, you show up right on time. Carried me through the valley all the way to the other side. When pain tried to take my joy, that's when I felt you more. Now I've got, uh, now I've got to testify, God, you kept my heart alive. Mm. And I, I think about like those in those, those same moments, right, is... Again, that's the difference to me between optimism, like in faith, right? Because what David is saying, I'll give it all to you back. You could have all of this is not optimism. That's faith. Optimism is like, oh, things are going to stay out. You know, uh, uh, you're going to be king for the next, you know, uh, you'll, you'll probably rule to the day you die and, and all the other things. No, 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 no. <laughs> David has faith. That's not optimism. He's saying, God, I'll, you can have all of this. And I know I'll still be okay. Yeah, God, I'll go back to the fields. Like, you are more precious to me than all of your blessings. Mm -hmm. You are more precious to me. Your, our relationship is more important than all of these things you have given me. And we lose that all the time because we start to hold tight to God's blessings. Right? I, but I love it, God. But I love it. I don't want to give it up. This is, I love this so much, right? And then man, and then again, this is literally the sign of, if we've now put that above God, right? <laughs> and now, this is like I was telling you the other day, what shook me was me then realizing that blessing had become my God. Mm -hmm. And I started making decisions based on that blessing. Mm -hmm. How can I keep this blessing? Yeah. How can I get more of this blessing? Yeah. How could I better steward this blessing? How could I blah, 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 blah. I started to idolize the blessing, which an idol is anything that I have placed above God, right? And I start making decisions from that. And, but then when it becomes my God, 
right? Because that's what God is supposed to be to us. I start to worship it, right? I start to, again, this could be a boyfriend or girlfriend. This could be a kid. This could be your mom. This could be, this could be things. This could be a car. This could be all these other things, right? How many of us, for example, like, again, you could have just got a new car, right? Kid gets in the car. Oh, trying to mess with the backseat, all these other things. You start to forget that God comes before this car, right? That you, that you being a father comes before this car, Mm -hmm. that you, all of the, you're, All of that comes, your wife comes before this car, right? And when we start to shift those out of order, right? And I start to do all these things. I'm washing the car out there every week, you know what I'm saying? Waxing it, spending (laughs) all this time, making sure nobody scratches the seats, making sure that the things, all these, like, yo, I start shit. Yeah. (laughs) Meanwhile, like, meanwhile, you you spent the average time that uh, like an adult spends with their kids, I think it's something like. 30 seconds I think it is a day it's a crazy it's a crazy like intentional time mm. uh, like it was a, a stat that they said uh, I've read a couple times is how much intentional time a parent spends with their kid per day is something like 30 seconds no way that's insane it was something it was it's, find it it was instead I gotta like I'm, let, me, let me look at <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. What, like like no but that's it, crazy but, yeah. you know I think it I think with that too it's like the same thing it, joining topics the same thing as far as intentionality that god gives us Uh, because i think it's a reflection of his opportunity when you become a parent is like he gives you the opportunity to to create um at the same time the intent to to love too and that that's wild 30 seconds is wild i know hey me and me and jay we got our bible time every morning that night before she goes to bed we in there Yeah, no, and also, too, again, along with it, it's also, so I just found some stuff where if you originally look it up, it's, like, kids underneath six, like, most people yeah. spend more time, like, with their kids. But when they get but, older. Yeah, I'm trying to find the exact. Oh, uh, anyway, I'm sure it's not a lot. Yeah, but, yeah, and I think the table shows average time so parents. Okay, hold on, let me look up this one. The effect. The effect of time parents spend with children on the children's well-being. This is a study. That was done here. Let me see if there's like a chart or something we can look at. Okay. Make sure you spend time with your kids. Yeah, spend time with your kids. Um, yeah, because if you ain't spending time with your kids, somebody is. All right. It might be the teacher or the TV. Or the TV. Or YouTube. Or YouTube or, you know, the friend, you know, <laughs> whatever, right? And um, again, like along with it, like it's it's crazy. Yeah. I'm, Sorry, I'm trying to still find thing. I'll pull. I'll be able to put on the next podcast or something. But I think this the same thing. I we, we got to do the thing where you like, hey, pull the thing. Uh, we need an um, ESPN person yeah, yeah. here. Nikki P, pull the thing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I I think the, you know, the piece like with that is just like understanding again, like, yo, we got our priorities out of whack. And again, there's some real wisdom there. Like God putting us on some real game. Like God's not saying, yo, put me first because I need your worship. Like <laughs> I need, I need to feel better about me. So put me first. You better put me before everybody. You're thinking about an earthly relationship. Like Drell, if I came to you and was like, yo, you better put me before everybody. I don't care who it is. I don't care if your kid come up. I don't care. Like, bro, you better put me. Before. Like you, you good? Better, I want you to worship, bro. I want you to do these other things. Like, yo, that's not. It's like you need like, Christ. God. Yeah. God is saying, I love you. I want you to have your priorities in order because I made you. 
I know what makes you tick. I know what is better for your good. I know what is good for your heart. I know, you know, the oil that you need. I made that car, right? Like I know what, what, what oil is best for you, what gas you need, to think, how you should drive, right? When you need to rest, when you need to cool down, when you need to do this. I know when you need food. I know when you like, again, all these things for you as a human, like I know you. So I'm saying put me first because I'm your gas tank. Like I'm the gas in your tank. I am your strength. I am your peace. I am your love. Not because, because I can't send you anywhere else. There's nowhere else I can send you that is absent of me that you can get the things that your soul needs. I am the gas for your soul. Like I am all those other things. So he's saying, put me first for you. Because anytime you put me anywhere else, everything is out of order. Things don't work out. Things ain't going to work, right? And so I think that that's, you know, the, the bigger thing is like with that, right, is like when you, that's the biggest issue that I see with people that aren't reading their Bible or, again, are afraid with this, right? Because you got to think about this. Most people don't want to be religious, right, quote, unquote. I'm not religious either. I wouldn't follow religion either. Religion's been used to, you know, control people since the beginning of time. Like, I don't consider myself religious. Like, I don't consider myself spiritual. Like, I don't, I, like, I have a relationship with God. <laughs> That's what I have. God That's asks right. us to have a relationship. Yeah. Jesus called out religion yeah. in the Bible. Yeah. Read your Bible. He ain't, he, God's, not, God's not for religion. Like, he wants relationship and tells us that we need relationship, not religion. Right? So, super, like, I think the other big thing there as well is how important, like, along with it, like, I go to church, not for church. Like, not for the walls, not for the people, not for those other things. It's for me to have a deeper relationship with God. Not because it makes me feel better. Not, yeah. It, it's not, this isn't, like, again, along with it. And don't get me wrong. Like, God it does. God makes me feel better. <laughs> it does. Yeah, God makes me feel better. But I think on the same side of that, right, like, I'm not coming, what your point is, is I'm coming to get a deeper relationship with God. Like, I'm coming for God, right? Not coming where... I can serve myself and get yeah, out of here. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that that's like just the bigger thing with that. And what I mean by that is like, think of how many people that are, like someone's going to debate you right now, right? Let's say when I was in high school, all those other things like atheists, all these things, when they're going to come into you and you get to the root of whatever argument they have, the root of it, they don't trust God. They don't trust them. So because they don't trust them, and why, now why don't they trust them? Well, they didn't have a good relationship with their father. Well, somebody at the church really hurt them. Well, you know, again, along with Something. it, like, yeah, whatever, right? They don't trust it. They trust themselves. They trust their decisions. They trust their other things, right? Like, whatever that is, right? They trust the stars. They trust the moon. <laughs> they trust the whatever, right? Whatever they do, whatever you've put your trust in, right? And I think that that's the other thing, right? That is, like, also another place where— Sorry, Jay, I'm going to step on your toes a little bit here. Is, again, also, yeah, get your toes out, is, um, is uh, I trust my ability to control. Which, again, at a root, is pride. Like, it's pride, right? When I trust my decision and my wisdom, which is a blessing <laughs> over God's wisdom. I done forgot who to wis like he gave me a piece of his wisdom. Like I ain't wisdom. He's wisdom. So on the same note of that is like, God, I trust your wisdom 
over my optimism of my decisions. <laughs> like I have optimism that what I'm choosing is the best thing. God's like, okay, let, you know, that's like, again, imagine, you know, <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, like imagine Micah coming up to you and be like, dad, I know I'm right. <laughs> blah, 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 right. Like, it's like, it's like, okay. All right. If that was the case, right. If that was the case, right. You'd just be like, you're being silly. Like, you're being silly. Like you're going to control it. Like you're going to make all these things happen. Like you're going to create this beautiful world. Like, have you forgot who I am? Mm-hmm. Have you forgot where your wisdom came from? Oh yeah. Like, like, have you forgot on the same side of this too? Like everything, you know, I have taught you, like I have given to you and you have interpreted and all these other things. Like I am still your source. Right. And I think that that's the same thing where it comes back into a issue with, with trust. Right. Because this is the other thing as well, is that if we realize this as well, we really look at our decisions and one of those other things, like, should you really trust you? Probably not. Are you, are, are, are you batting a thousand, <laughs> right? Are you, have you not ever made a mistake? Have you never not came through? Have you, how many times have you let you down? Mm. God ain't let nobody down. Mm. Like, and the only way, and the same thing, I, I want to bring this, that point up because I like that, you know, my, my brain works analytical is I know somebody like, and again, I want to speak to these people specifically that are like, God let me down. Right. Because I, that's how my, my brain analytically is like, I asked him for this. I wanted him to show up. My dad was dying. My sister was sick and I cried to him and I told, and I wanted this and he let me down right and so I don't trust him right and I think with that and the reason that I will say the statement like if it's not good he's not done mm-hmm. right is because we have to realize that again along with that is where you think he let you down he just moving is the platform mm-hmm. for how he meant to raise you up mm-hmm. and you see it as the valley but just as the song was saying, right, is that if I knew then what I know now, I wouldn't have been so angry, right? And <laughs> hold on, I want to get this one exact part from this verse. Uh, I was still alive, I didn't know. Okay. When I, when I should have lost my mind, you showed up right on time, carried me through the valley and all the way, all the way to the other side. When pain, I tried to take my joy. That's when I felt, felt you more. Now I've got to testify, God, you kept my heart alive. Okay. Now it goes on. I didn't know. What'd you say? (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I didn't know if I'd survive. I gave up so many times. You kept my heart alive. When loved ones came to die, God, you never left my side. You kept my heart alive. I'll praise you. In the day, I'll praise you through the night because you kept my heart alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. Hmm. And I think that the same thing too is, oh yeah, there's beauty in the ashes, right? There's peace in the storm, right? That the, that same, the same verses that we we're talking about there as well is that again, we got to stop looking at the valley as God forsaking you. Yeah. God didn't forsake you because you're in the valley. There's valleys between mountaintops. He can't, you can't go to New York and stay in California. There is distance between those things. 
and preparing you for that next mountain or where he's bringing you is the character or the dependence or the peace or the things that you're also looking for and the things you're praying to him for. When you're, again, when, if somebody, when in that valley, whatever yours was, like, again, maybe you had a kid pass away. Maybe you had, um, you know, uh, again, a family member die. Maybe all these other things, right? <clears throat> Is Maybe you didn't get the job that you wanted. Maybe you prayed adamantly about this or all those other things. Like, really, in reality, God hears your heart and what you really are seeking, right? That's what it says, like, you know, on the same side of that, like, God knows your heart, and he'll give you, right, uh, what's the exact vowel verse? He'll give you the desires, the of, desires your heart, of your heart, right, as they're aligned, but everybody forgets the mm-hmm. last part of it, as they align with God's word. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think the thing with that, right, is like the desires of your heart aren't always the things that are coming out of your mouth, right? For example, let's say you're praying for money or you're praying for this other thing. He actually knows what your heart really, really needs, need. right? And what you're really crying out for. Mm. You're crying out for joy, peace, all these other things, right? And so along with it, right, that valley is preparing your heart, right? Is preparing your heart for those things or teaching you to rely on him, so that you can have those things, yeah. so that you could have that peace, that joy, that, yeah. you know, all those other things well, I was, too. I was going to say to that point, and for those that may feel that way, that, you know, God may have let them down. Everybody knows the famous, you know, ye that walk through the valley of the shadow of death, fear yep. or evil. Um, and somebody broke it down. Um, you know, you're only able, when he says in the valley of the shadow of death, you can only have a shadow if there's what? there's light right light. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know that god is light and so even though what david was saying in those moments was that um, you know when he's walking through these valleys or these moments where there are shadows where death is creeping or whatever the case may be during what he was going through at that time like he knew that god was never leaving him he knew that mm-hmm. god was always watching him and always knew um, everything that was moving was for david's benefit and his good and that's the same thing that applies to our life man so it's like you know we may feel that God has left us or let us down. Yes. Uh, my, my, my feelings aren't facts. <laughs> feelings are fake. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, but, you know, what God is telling you is like, I'm, like you just said, this is preparation. And also what people forget going back to the David story was when David was out there in the field and before God moves into your life, um, this is from Michael Todd, like God most of the time isolates you. And isolation looks lonely sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you look at that, like sometimes this valley um, may be a point of isolation um, that God is trying to refine or fix something or tweak something within you to make you who you are on the other side of that valley so you can be who he's called you to be. Yeah, no, that's really good. And I wanted to add this. I actually had to look up. I didn't know that uh, uh, when the Maverick City, though, I was like, I was like, I'm going to find the exact verses that I wanted. Um, they had a feature with uh, somebody else that had some extra lyrics here at the end. So I wanted to say, so he said, it was all working for my good. Sing it over your heart. If I only knew what I knew back when I know right now, I wouldn't have been mad at you and nothing is wasted in your hands. I know God, you didn't forsake me. And I know you never will. God, you didn't forsake me. I thought you did. (laughs) I know you never will. God, you didn't forsake me. Come on, raise your hand. And I think that that's also the same thing as well is like, you got to know the promises. God says he'll never forsake you. 
And when you're in the valley, even when you feel like he's not there, even when you, again, all these other things, right? We got to remember, your feelings aren't truth. They are fleeting. Your feelings are fleeting, right? Is not to trust your feelings. God didn't leave you. He's omnipresent. He has no reason to leave you. He's not afraid to be seen with you in the valley. Mm-hmm. He's not one of those guys that takes pressure when you're on top of the mountain. He wants he often will align himself with people that are in the deepest of valleys, that are the furthest from the mountaintops, just to bring mm-hmm. just to bring light and awareness to the kingdom, right? Of what he's going to do. So it for you to in any point, again, this isn't a human relationship. Don't um project your relationships that you've had with other people onto God (laughs) is that God is not other people. He is not afraid and he's not trying to keep up looks to anyone. He's not the church, right? He is not, he is not leaders of a church or any of these things that are trying to be seen in this, this way and don't want to be seen hanging out with these people or walking with these people. Cause God's not afraid to be able to be seen in your Valley when you were out in the fields and when you were a nobody and all those other things, like God loves nobodies. Right. Like, and I think that that's the other thing as well is like, you know, with that, right, is remembering and speaking that over when you are in your valley is that he says he won't forsake you and trusting and having faith, even when it doesn't look that way, even when optimism isn't playing out for you, when you've done, when you're, when you're done with optimism and you want to lean into something deeper than that, that's more personal. Yeah. That is the truth. That is all those other things is God. And, and it is, is this with God. And this is why I say this all the time too. Faith is not a feeling. It is a decision. I am choosing to have faith. I am choosing to trust you. I am choosing to believe what you said, not because I have all the evidence in front of me, even though we have plenty. Right. <laughs> Not because everything looks and points to this direction that you are doing what you're, you're saying that you're doing. I'm choosing to believe you because first off, <laughs> first off, on the other side of that is like we have an overabundant amount of evidence if we're really looking for it and our heart is actually seeing it. But what I mean by this is when your feelings are clogging your brain and all those other things too as well, you might not be able to see things. I don't know about you. Have you ever seen red when you're mad or all these <laughs> other things? You're probably not seeing the world through the clearest lenses. And this is when those moments where you have to, instead of trusting your feelings or relying on your feelings or um, letting your feelings lead you or all those other things, is reminding yourself as well is that I'm choosing to trust you mm-hmm. at your word yeah. of what you've given me that you haven't yet you haven't forsaken me that you will never forsake me. And also too, you're also missing the biggest part is that he is with you in that Valley. So you can lean on him right now. You don't need to lean on him. When you get to the mountaintops, you don't need to wait till there are all these other things. Like God is with you right now, right? In your suffering weeps with you, cries with you, supports you as you're through it. Like that is when he shows up the most, just like any great leader is like when things are bad, not when everything's amazing and on the mountaintop. Right. And so I think that that's also too, like the way out and you need to lean into, because again, the enemy's trying to keep you in the Valley, Mm. try to keep you in the desert. He wants to walk you back and forth with indecision and letting your emotions lead you. And, oh, this person hurt me. So I'm going back this way. I'm going to go back into the middle of the Valley again. And, oh, there's rocks over here and, you know, it hurts my feet or whatever. I don't know. Right. Like again, along with those obstacles, 
right? And he's going to try to use those obstacles to hold you back when in reality, like we listen to God is like, yo, on the other side of that obstacle, right, is that other mountaintop, is those other things, the things that I have to face. Maybe there is people over there that, again, have hurt me before. And I, the only way for me to get through it is if I'm leaning on my own feelings or all those other things, like I'm never going to make it through this valley, right? And that's where like, like as humans, like we know we have feelings, we know those other things too, yet I think it's so interesting for us when we think we can't feel, touch, grab, see, um, tangible, our feelings, right? We feel them. We perceive them. And we put a lot of trust in them. <laughs> which is silly because if we really think about it, there's a lot of chemicals that are just floating around. Okay. That are making that. Think, are, think about when you're hangry. <laughs> Nikki P. <laughs> <laughs> right. You, you know, every, I mean, for me, like yeah. my brain just changes. Like I don't even think the same, like when I'm hungry, yeah. you know? So like, no, you can't talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally just, yeah. From eating. Right. And then I think that like, that's the same, the same thing too, as well. It's just like, again, one of the things that happens also as you age is like, think about it. A kid fully trusts their feelings. Everything is, you it, know. It, they fully trust their feelings and they can't control them. Can't control them. Yeah. No self-control. Literally unable yeah. at that stage to control their feelings. 100%. Which is why right. you have, you know, the crying or the, you know, you know Micah will go through these phases of, um, you know, I didn't get to color with the blue crayon and yep. just starts bawling. I'm like, my bad, bro. Like, yeah, here's the blue crayon. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, my whole world just is now destroyed. Destroyed. Yeah, my whole world is now destroyed. I had a bad day because of all these other things, right? But we're just doing the adult version of that. Yeah. Well, God, I didn't get that job. Mm. I didn't get to do the – I didn't get to color with the blue crayon. Mm. Well, that kid's got three crayons, Dad. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep throwing you in dad mode. but three. <laughs> Uncle. This person got three cars. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Like, it's like, this person's got this. Oh, I can get to do this. I can do all these things. And it's like, those are your feelings. Yeah. They're fleeting. And they honestly, on the same side of that, are they important for you to process? Do they bring, you know, awareness in certain areas, all that stuff? Yes. Stop relying on them for wisdom. Stop relying. Like, God's word, like, again, is not, doesn't change. Your feelings change. When you were 15, this would have pissed you off. When you're 30, you're like, okay, like whatever, right? Like stop relying on how yeah. you feel in those moments, right? That, and, and again, along with that is having um, um, a solid foundation to base your decisions off of. It's not based on like, we've done this, right? You, you've heard me. I was on, in, the, in the office, right? And I'm like, and I'm like, oh, I'm having this feeling. This is my gut feeling. This is my gut feeling. And then you're like, you should trust your gut feeling. And I was like, I don't trust my gut, boy. <laughs> I, was like, I just don't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't trust my feelings. Yeah, I feel you. And I unprocess. And also, too, my gut has been wrong so much. <laughs> there's times it's right. But if I just lock oh, it up and go, yeah, there's times where my feelings are, okay, great. They're, they're, they could be leading me towards good things. But I might as well flip a coin. Like, it's just, am I trusting flipping the coin or am I trust God's word? Like, what, what am I going to trust? Like, sometimes my feelings be like, see, I knew I was right. Like, okay. Like, again, along with it, I might as well flip a coin. Hmm. I don't trust my feelings. I talk to God. Like, <laughs> I don't want to know what my gut's feeling. Gut is probably hungry. Like, I, I'm not worried about my gut. Like, I trust God. What does God 
leaning me towards why all those other things and unpacking from that other side. Because again, like my feelings will have me feeling like God forsaked me, that he left me, that all these other things happen. God's word and God's promises and also my faith is the opposite of that. And that's what I mean by that is like the same thing too, is like bringing awareness for me is just realizing that like, you know, I'm leaning on God. Like I'm not leaning on my feelings. I mean, I, I just think like having that as well is maturity is also as well is as we mature, we're a lot less like trusting of our, uh, of our feelings and a lot more like my foundation. I'm like, I'm not leaning on how I feel or all these things. Like how many times do you feel like not going to the gym? A lot. Like how many times do you feel like <laughs> cheating on your diet? How many times do you feel like all these other things? And your gut, <laughs> your gut. My gut tell me not to do it. Yeah, gut's like, yo, <laughs> give me that sugar, it. bro. Give me a donut. <laughs> give me this. Give me that, right? And so I think that's the other things too is like, like under like the logical side of your brain too is just like knowing like, okay, like, like this is what I, I this, these roads lead to life and these roads do not. One of the things I thought about as well is uh, um, when they go to, uh, they go to uh, Jesus's tomb, right? And the angels are there and they're like coming looking for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and the angel yeah. goes, why do you seek the living amongst the, the dead? dead? And why that's so impactful to me as well. It's like, we seek the living, the path to life amongst the dead, amongst dead things. To add to that, yeah. you know what they did right after that? Mm. Went inside the tomb and looked. Yeah. After the angels just told him, yeah. he ain't here. He ain't here. Right? And, and, I, and, I, and I think that that's the same thing, too, is like us understanding that um, as well is that in our lives, <laughs> we are looking in a graveyard. After God already told us not to. Yeah. We got we to check for ourselves. Yeah. It, this road dead. <laughs> this place dead. This is stop looking for the living amongst the dead. What in your life are you looking for life in amongst the dead? Right? That roads and paths and people and mm-hmm. relationships and in actions and all these other things doing amongst the dead, hoping that it brings life when like you know better. This don't bring life. Right? Like, why are you here? Right? How many times do you need to look in the tomb? How many times people walk in and out? You're like, you sure he ain't there? <laughs> you sure? Like everybody else too. They probably came out, right? And then everybody else like, think about it. We still, still, up to, to this day. People you still going walk, there. You could walk in the tomb. And be like, <laughs> people still looking. Oh, like, he ain't here. Like, he, he really yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, like, dang, I, had took, I didn't take their word for it. Like, I, he ain't here. Even the guards, huh, the guards peeked in like, you know what I'm saying? They're over there sleeping. But, they, you know, when they woke up, they're probably like, yo, he, he really oh, ain't here. My man ain't here. Right? And again, I, the same thing too. It's like, yo, Jesus ain't Jesus ain't dead, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't he ain't amongst the dead. Stop looking for him in your feelings. Your feelings are dead. They're dead. Stop trusting your feelings. Like, lean on his word. Lean on some real foundation. Your feelings are fleeting. They're going to change day in and day out. You're going to feel some different ways. Like, at the end of the day, like, I don't read the Bible because I feel like it. I read the Bible because I know there's life there. And even when I don't feel like it, it brings me life. The next day I'm leaning on the word. I'm leaning on something I read or it builds a foundation of me trusting him, blah, 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 all those other things too. So there's plenty of times I didn't feel like reading the Bible. I got done and I'm like, whoo, it's like going to the gym. I'm like, whoo, happy I, happy I went, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, again, my feelings are fleeting. Don't trust your feelings. Yeah. 
All right. Praise perfect. Out, huh? huh? You perfect? No, nope, not me, bro. All right. I'm working on it still. Yeah, we working. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, dear and Father, uh, God, we just thank you for your love, God, and we just uh, thank you for your perspective and that you continue to lean in, lean into us, God, and spend time with us and just allow us to experience you, God, and just remind us that when we are in our valley, God, that you're standing right next to us and half the time carrying us. And, and we just ask that um, you continue to do those things, God, and light, light up, uh, be the lamp for our feet and also realize that, God, that your valleys are also a blessing. Um, that your mountaintops aren't the only blessing you have for us, God, that you're always blessing us, that you're always in all situations uh, there and, and, and blessing in our lives. And we just ask that um, you continue to soften our hearts and break those barriers that we have that we place between us and you and that we seek relationship with you authentically, God, um, and that we, we stop seeking validation from the world um, of all these things and not putting other gods in front of you. And we pray all these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 <clears throat> Until next time, Farm System out.